welcome to the podcast. This week we're going to be talking about Ain't Misbehaving and Other People's Money, both at the Southwark Playhouse, and we're going to talk about Sweet Charity at the Don Mar, and also Market Boy at the Union Theatre. Um, I'm here today with Oscar. Hello. And Alice. Hello. And without further ado, please can we hear your top tip, Alice? So my top tip this week is... A surprise for you, Oscar. I can tell mm. you're really excited, aren't you? Yeah. I usually tell you what it is, but I was like, I'm going to keep this one under my hat. It's the play Noises Off, which being staged at the Lyric in Hammersmith. Oh, yes. I've heard of Noises Off, but never seen it. So I've seen it once before, a long time ago. Um, and it's a comedy play. It's a farce. It's written by Michael Frayne. And it's like hailed as being the funniest play ever written. Uh, is it old? Yeah. I think uh, it's like from the eight, like 84, I think it was first written. It was staged at the National, I believe. Then it went to Broadway. Yeah. You know, there's been like a lot of um, awards it's won. And it, it's like, I think, you know, the play that's on at the minute called The Play That Goes Wrong? Uh, and like the Peter Pan thing. Yeah, the one that's written on the side of every single yeah. London bus. Oh, it's awful. What is yeah, it? it's awful. It's just, we, I've seen, I think I went to see it with you, Oscar. Yeah. And it's a load of actors putting on a play. And it goes wrong. And it goes wrong. And you kind of are in on the joke and then it just gets worse and worse. But it's not very well done. And that is basically in homage to Noises Off, which is the Ah. original farce. And Noises Off is about a troupe of actors putting on a play. And you kind of watch it happening from the wings. And you see you understand what the play is. So when something goes wrong, you're seeing a few performances of that act. Cool. And you see it on a matinee and you see something go... It is so technical. So where did you see it, hon? What theatre? I was was like... I was like, I don't remember. I think I was like 24. And I went to see it with Richard (laughs) O'Brien. So random. Name, drop, alert. I know. He uh, he took me and Amelia in his car. He was like driving a Bentley uh, and his daughter. And he was like, I'm taking you to the theatre tonight. And he just took us to see Noises Off. And I've never seen anything like it before. Oh my God, it's stuck in your mind. That's amazing. Mm. It's so technical. The timing of everything is you know, one th- you just think how clever that they've done it, yeah. and it's, the writing is so good, and it is it is hysterical. What the other reason I'm really excited by it is the director is Jeremy Herring, who we've just seen direct All My Sons at the Old Vic. Fabulous. Uh, okay. Yes. That's cool. And he's directed huge. You know, I mean, his CV is incredible. People, places, things. This house, Wolf Hall, Ooh, Bringing Up the Bodies, Uncle Vanya. He's oh wow. He's a big. He worked for National. He's now. Um, I think he's believe he's the artistic director at Headlong. He's like, oh, a, amazing. Yeah, so he's he's going to be incredible. Cool, hun. So it starts on the 27th of June. The tickets are on sale now. It's on for a month, so it finishes oh. on the 27th of July. Okay. And the Lyric Hammersmith, I had a look at the seating. It's so reasonable. It's so cheap, yes. Mm. Our tickets for um, the 1927, um, the night the animals and children took to the street, yeah. were like 15, maybe and 20. And we were really near. Yeah. Well, you, we were in the stalls, very close to the front, but kind of on the edge of the stalls. They make the seats much cheaper, but it's not like a big curved theatre, so yeah. you don't really feel well, that side I, on. Madeline and I went to see that amazing the Leave to Remain, Leave to Remain, to Remain, Remain and we sat on the side and we were saying they're fantastic seats. Yeah, yeah, I would go for the ends of the aisle Ends of the aisle, so they're £15, but if you wanted to get like an amazing seat, 42 quid. For oh, the best wow, seat whatever. Yeah. Splash out. Yeah, so let's get, let's get booking. There I are preview performances, which I believe are a bit cheaper even still. Let's do it. Any, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, notable cast in it? I don't believe the casting's been announced yet. <gasps> Exciting. Let's just book it. Let's mm. go. Yeah. Thank you, Alice. Yay. So, now we're going to talk about, we've all seen this, we saw it in different days, um, we ain't misbehaving at the Southwark Playhouse. So, 
None of us have talked <laughs> about this. So no. Alice and Oscar saw it together. And none of us knew what it was going in, really, did we? No, the only thing that we knew, because we had it as a top tip, didn't we? I yes, think I had it as a did. top tip, uh-huh. was that O.T. Mabusa... Was doing, uh, was doing the choreography and I love her on Strictly yeah. Yeah. and she's such an incredible dancer so I was really excited and also we knew the director was Tyrone Huntley from Leave to Remain who acted Ex- in Leave to Remain fabulous So um, and that it was the music of Fat Swallow but how that was going to play into the show I didn't know so yeah. let's just say it's a musical review is mm-hmm. what it is It's so it's the music of Fat Swallow who is a jazz musician yeah. from the 1920s, I yep. believe. But um, yeah, so sort of Harlem, East Coast jazz, basically. And so this is a musical review that so it's just numbers, basically. There's no, there's not like a storyline. It's not Mamma Mia. They haven't incorporated a story. It's, it's, it's a, a pure, lot of singing and dancing. Yeah, it's a pure musical review. It's one of only two musical reviews to have ever won a Tony Award. Wow, this what's the one, other one? Fosse, oh. which was from. Oh, you'd class that as a musical review. Well, yeah, Fosse. There's a there's a show called Fosse, and it's yeah. all of. Um, so it's numbers from Chicago, numbers from Cabaret. It's all of his choreographic oh, work right. put into a musical review. So it's, cool. it's a dance show. Um, and that's that also won a Tony. So I should say, if you're looking for like a storyline, this isn't it. Aye. And a musical review can obviously live and fail. And sometimes you're like, do I just want to watch a load of songs? But let's just say, I well, I'll say, this okay, one I loved. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, it held together as a piece yep. so well. And basically what it is, is it's just talent on stage like talent Absolutely. talent talent like that cast is so it's a cast of five, five three girls two boys and musicians um and then yeah musicians on stage the drums and another piano i think were behind the stage that you can quite see let's just quick mention the stage what it looks like it's gorgeous it's like something out of a fred astaire ginger rogers film when he comes down the stairs in a club scene it's covered in glitter gold gold, a bit like Baz Luhrmann's um, Gatsby oh yeah that's what it's like super art deco and the band are all in incredible suits just looking really dapper and they're all on a step each and then the floor is even covered in gold glitter Uh, no it's like gold Gold, shiny gold shiny like I just love the look of it and as well we've talked about the Southwark Playhouse is obviously it's tiny so it's like you go in and it's just this, it's like walking into a jewellery box. Yeah, like you're, it's you're so, yeah. it's so dinky and it's, you're sort of in there and it's sort of, it's three sides to it and it's just there. Costumes were also great. So, so, so should you say what you thought though? Did you? Oh yeah, I loved it. You loved it. it. Okay, oh God, me yeah, too. I loved, it. I loved it. it. Okay, obviously. Okay. So now we can talk. I kind of, there wasn't much suspense because I kind of thought Madeline's going to love this. Oh my God. Like, oh yeah. The cast, so we had Adrian Hansel and Wayne Robinson were the two... The two guys, yeah. both of whom I thought were phenomenal. What great singers were those guys? You know how sometimes so the guys do songs you're like, mm. oh, get the women back on. You know, I prefer yeah, women yeah. voices and they harmonise. But the two guys, they did a duet together. Yeah. And that song was brilliant. Phenomenal. Like, it, I mean, even before we get to the girl, the guys, because often they're kind of maybe unsung heroes, their dancing was oh, so spot good. on. It was absolutely epic. I thought... By the end of this run, each member of this cast will have lost at least a stone because the amount of exertion they that they're stop. putting in, they do stop. not stop. Let's talk about the dancing. Yeah. Yeah, so because... Oti Mabusi, who is uh, one of the professionals of Strictly Come Dancing, this yeah. is her first choreo- uh, like choreographing for the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really good. She kind of, I guess that sort of being on Strictly where each week you do a different style dance is kind of, that kind of plays basically into this because each one she found a different style. So there was a song that had a waltz theme in it. Mm. And so they kind of did this sultry sort of waltz. There was Charleston, 
sort of Lindy Hop, I don't know, all the, you know, yeah. all the different, she found really varied styles for each number, as well as kind of just that, because, you know, it could all just be very general jazz choreography, mm. couldn't it? Yeah. If you're doing a jazz piece, but I felt like she really found enough ways to set apart each number. Do you know what I thought? I thought, gosh, she's worked them hard. That you know when you can see that somebody's like for example when somebody does that thing where they like bend their knees and click yeah oh they were they were on the ground oh she's yeah. gone lower I want those kicks lower mm, I want those arms so higher right, I want, so when right. you lean back and point your feet foot in the air stretch it more like you can yeah. see that she's gone you're not leaning back enough you're not yeah she's got her like it's stank or boating Mabusa all over it. oh that's like, like if you like her on strictly or like if if you can recall which I can is if you think of any sort of Charleston moves that. Oti's done on Strictly. That's exactly what this is. Mm. It's like just the whole, it, like you totally right. Like the, the jazz everything. hands and everything. Like nothing. Every finger was laid. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. There was no. I just and, felt and like it, she wanted to be really proud of it. And oh, so completely. And I think it felt like they wanted to make her proud. Yeah. You know, and you're in such close proximity to the dancing that if there was. And at this time, I wasn't looking for fault, but if there had been a fault, you would see it because yeah. they're so close to you. Oh, yeah. And I didn't see one, there wasn't one slip, there wasn't one kind of like turned out ankle wrong. It was absolutely perfect. It was spot on the whole time. Let's talk about the three uh, female Girls, actors. Yeah. So we had uh, Renee Lamb, um, Carly Mercedes Dyer, and Landy Oshinoa. And just the personality that mm. they all exuded was just like in the dance numbers and the singing numbers, they'd all just worked on different kind of ways to really yeah. push their performance out there. So you really just, just oh, so much sass. Sassy. And it was such a small wee cast of five people, it would be easy for one to kind of be the shining star. Mm-hmm. And I would say they were all shining stars. You didn't come away thinking, oh, that one's going to be the next yeah. big. You came out thinking all of them were just yeah. brilliant. Do you know what I was thinking? I was thinking, obviously, yeah, anybody who loves dancing should go and see the show. Absolutely. Anybody who loves, you know, some people like just love going to um, Ronnie Scott's to listen to like yeah, soul, totally. to listen to jazz. If your singing's a thing, you should go. If you're not maybe like a big theatre goer and you don't go to see shows a lot, I wonder if you would be sitting there thinking, I don't really get it. Just what's because, the story? What's Aye. the story? Because it did take me, after I'd heard like four songs and there'd be no speaking, I was like, oh, there is no, there's no plot. Yeah, we're it, just going song, 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 yeah, song. which yeah. is fine for me. I'm just like, that's yeah. great, because usually I kind of want that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the performance. But I think if you perhaps didn't know that, you might have been a bit, you might, you might not, it might not hold your interest. Yeah. For, just for the average person that doesn't go very mm. often. If you want to literally not stop smiling for two hours, mm. that's what I've, I kept looking I, around the I, audience. I was smiling loads And you too. could just see yeah. other people's teeth. It was lovely. Yeah. Yeah. There was this gorgeous couple across from me and she had the loveliest smile and I could have caught her eye at one point. Yeah. It's just like everyone's smiling. It I think when you see people so like cutting loose so much that yeah. the dance style was so tight but at the same time they were throwing themselves around. It's that huge expressionful cutting loose, that wild jazz feel. You just but, kind of can't help but smile. I think it's because we were in the Southwark so it's a very small theatre yeah. it's not the, the the people that are going there are probably hardcore people that go and see most shows that sell it like mm. we do it's mm. not like people have just stumbled to Leicester Square tickets and gone although yeah. oh, I've seen a musical I would, what's on. interestingly there was a couple in the front row who I don't think they often go to theatre at all oh. um, and they were sitting in the front row and she was eating I mean it would have driven you mad on she basically had a Sainsbury's carrier bag and within that carrier bag which she had in her lap she then had a bag of sweeties in that 
not just any sweeties. There were toffee pennies. In wrappers themselves. In wrappers. So she's got Russell Russell Sainsbury's bag, Russell Russell sweetie bag, Russell Russell toffee penny, get it out, get one out for me, one out for my husband. And so I'm looking at them and they were they, they were really enjoying it. But I'm thinking, you don't go to the theatre very much, you know, no. but equally, I, I kind of, I forgave them for it because they you thought they were at the cinema. They, they totally thought they were at the yeah. cinema. Absolutely. Well, it'd be amazing in a slightly bigger venue there, so you could do cabaret seating for that show. Oh, that would like be to fun. have a cocktail and sit at a table and watch it because it had that real, you know, cotton club, that real sort of yeah. just jazz club feel. Don't to you it. think that would be great? It's but, just, I, I just think I would really recommend it. And, and you know, I would say to people, it's a musical review. It's not yeah. a book musical. It's not a, you know, but I would recommend it to anyone. Tyrone Huntley did an incredible job of directing. OT did an amazing job of yeah. the choreography. And those actors are just insane. Yeah. So just, I think the level of skill involved oh, is fantastic. crazy. Um, sorry, just also, um, we've Alice has managed to fit a name drop into the show already. I'd quite like to do a little name drop. There was that night when I went out on the town with Otima Boosie, remember? <gasps> You'd totally forgotten oh that, hadn't God, you? I had, and she was teaching you. She taught me how to slot drop. That's it. <laughs> did she? So yes, I would just like to say that Oti is just the loveliest lady as well. How did you find it when she was choreographing you? So I found her, <laughs> found her quite a hard taskmaster. I was drunk, so um, yeah, it was quite a sensational evening. She got the most fabulous performance though, right? She did, she absolutely did. I mean, my ass was on the floor. I mean, that, like, dance is like physical muscle memory. It's probably still with you now. I mean, it's probably still with me now. I mean, if only this Get to our was Instagram visual. page to see oh, Madeline slut dropping. <laughs> <laughs> right, so that's our review of Ain't Misbehaving. Five stars from Theatre Club. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Loved it, loved it, yeah. loved it. Ain't Misbehaving is still on at the Southwick Playhouse till June the 1st. And tickets are very reasonable, £27.50. Right, let's get drinking. Yay! So this drink is called, it's named after one of Fats Waller's most famous songs. It's called The Honeysuckle Rose. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is The Honeysuckle Rose. So, ingredients are, we've got gin, because I thought that is very... Prohibition, 1920s, and then honeysuckle rose. I thought that sounds delicious as it is. So this is gin with pink grapefruit juice, a little bit of Saint Germain elderflower liqueur for a little bit of a floral hit, honey, and then a splash of rose water. And you're going to want to be careful with your rose water because it's a strong taste, and I don't, I don't like the taste of too much rose water. So I did a very small amount in here. I'll do an Instagram, obviously, with the recipe. but yeah, what do you guys think? I absolutely love it. It's very strong. It's very summery. The sweetness mm. of it is lovely. Yeah, honey and rose water work really well together. So did you just shake it all up together? Shake it in a cocktail shaker. Okay. Oh, and I like these little baby sham glasses. I They're love so baby sweet. sham. Um, so yeah, this is the honeysuckle rose um, for your ain't misbehaving. You can make this before you go. Like we were saying, it's quite a good show if you've had a drink or two. You know, it's it's that fun, lively atmosphere. So yeah, it's definitely, definitely a show that warrants a cocktail to be made for it. And Madeline, you saw another show at the Southwark Playhouse that you're going to tell us about now. I did indeed. So I saw Other People's Money. Um, in, in the Little? In the, so it was in the Little. There's two venues at the Southwark Playhouse, the Large and the Little. So yeah, there's like the Tiny... Um, they're both really little, I guess, um, but this was the particularly little one. Um, so it's other people's money. It is. A, it was a Hollywood film with Danny DeVito, um, and it basically tells a story about there's a small little company. It's called the Wire and Cable Company of New England, um, and it's just a sort of little sort of sleepy business. 
and basically the story goes as a liquidator comes in to kind of take them over and try and basically yeah like like get the company um and it's how the people that have worked at this company kind of all their lives how they feel about that and how the takeover kind of goes down it's beautifully staged very cleverly staged all it is is there's two desks on either side of the the sort of it's so magic the audience are on either side and it's just a long space in the middle and in in that middle space there's a desk on at each end and so one end is kind of the um sleepy little business the other end is larry the liquidator on that end and so just the cast just sort of move between them Mm -hmm. the story itself I felt like I I didn't completely understand a lot of it because I don't really know a lot about business takeover or shares and buying and finance, the, the finance and economics. It I felt a little bit out my depth at times. You do understand what's going on, but I think for you to have a complete appreciation and to really, really enjoy this. If you had any sort of financial background, you would take away much more of it than I did. It's a really small cast of um, five people and they're all terrific. And it's kind of like there's the 80s, there's a woman who comes in and she's sort of the lawyer who's going to act for the wire and cable company. And she's sort of got this real 80s sort of power hair and red lips and this great sort of grey suit on and she was terrific sort of young actress um there's two more established actors there's a guy michael brandon who was dempsey in dempsey and makes make peace which was a massive big show for a very long time so he's a kind of recognizable safe actor in this as soon as you see him you think oh he's like completely established and he was terrific each actor in it has at one point quite a large monologue um, and all of them, they were delivered impeccably. Mm-hmm. They were completely held your interest. They were very sort of individual, rounded characters. They're sort of the sneaky, there's the one who's worked at the Warren Cable Company for years and he knows that he's about to step up and take over from the guy that's always on it. But if it gets taken over, then he won't get a chance to do this and he's being a bit duplicitous and stuff. And so each of them's got this little, you're, you're following different storylines of each character at different points. Um, I thought it was it was good. It was well received by the audience. I think mainly the acting is is really terrific. Um, it it does hold your interest throughout. I mean, it sounds like though you saw this on the same day as Eight Miss Paving. You saw yeah, that exactly. Matinee and then Eight Miss Paving afterwards. Sounds like that'd be almost quite a good double bill of like you go see quite a serious play and then the antidote to that is just the fun Joy. of Eight Miss Paving. Yeah. Absolutely. And in fact, if anyone wants to do that as a double bill, I would totally recommend it because it was, it was lovely to spend a whole day at the Southwark Playhouse and watching kind of the coming and goings of it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a lovely space and there's a lovely, it's a beautiful day and there's a lovely park right behind Southwark Playhouse um, as well. And it actually wandered around Elephant Castle. My God, regenerated yeah. or what? And mm-hmm. opposite the Southwark Playhouse, there's the, what's it called? Mercado Metropolitano or something? Oh yeah, yeah that kind of food market thing. Yeah, which it's I like a food market. Food market but oh, I love, I love it. it. I went, yeah, we went before I, and it's behaving and had drinks and oh, it's, food. Do you know and... what I love about it? You can go with a big group of people, you just go and get what you want and then you sit down with your food. No one's like, splitting a bill or being like yeah, I'm not true. getting this round it's like just go and get whatever you want and then we'll all stand at this table yeah. it's so easy when you're with 
like people catching up. Yeah, that's why I love the Southern Playhouse. Yeah, I went up to the new Sainsbury's. It's just opened in Alvin and Castle and got myself some... So that's still on, isn't it? It's on to the Yes, yeah, so that's on to the length of May. Tickets very reasonably priced, £22, and um, concessions £18. Okay, let's move on to a play that we're well, we're about to go and see yes. Sweet Charity at the Donmar. So this is obviously Josie Rourke, who was the artistic director at the Donmar. This is her farewell production. Her swan song. Her swan song. Like. She's about to leave her residency there. This is her last. This is a, obviously a very famous musical. People know lots of the songs from it. Um, Cy Coleman, Dorothy Fields. It stars Anne-Marie Duff. So we're going to throw forward to the future where we've just finished Act One of Sweet Charity. So here we are at the Donmar Warehouse to see Sweet Charity. We've just watched Act One. Um, it's about a taxi dancer, is that what they're called? So she's a hostess yeah. at like a, a sort of ballroom where men go to kind of pay to dance with women, basically. Um, and she's a sort of hopeless romantic, let down by bastard men, but is a sort of hopeful optimist or a dumb broad, as her friends describe her. Um, so what are we thinking of Josie Rourke's production face of saying, Sweet Charity. Yeah, Madeline. I think that I've never seen a worst casting in my life. <gasps> than Anne Marie Duff. Anne Marie Duff, I think it's it's like unbelievably miscast. <gasps> really? I think I can only stand it. Her singing is I don't know, she's got a very sore throat. I don't know what's going on. I don't think her singing's good. I don't think I don't like the direction. I don't like the dancing. I don't like the staging. What are you thinking, Ruby? Um, so I was quite enjoying it up until the last scene. I sort of got a bit... Uh, yeah. Kind of wasn't really sure where that was going. Oh, I really liked that last scene. Oh, did you? Yeah, I thought That's it was really funny. In the lift. Yeah, oh, I, I loved just it. wasn't doing it for me. But um, up until then, I loved the... Yeah, I think she's doing quite a good job, actually. She doesn't bother me particularly, but um, no, I think she's am- like she's amazing. I want, but I, d- I just think I'm like not for this. Oh, I, 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 I don't have any expectations well, see, of this. I've never seen it before. It so kind of works for this. Have. She's not a great singer. She's not a great dancer. But like Charity's not that character doesn't have to be she's not a pro at anything that's the whole point she's no like she is a bit of a mess so I kind of think that for me that's not actually a big problem that she's a bit chaotic and not not at the top of her game in any form of her life so for me the (laughs) fact that her voice is a bit imperfect and so is her dancing that doesn't bother me massively I kind of feel like that this production is kind of lent into that again with the choreography it's a bit kind of I mean, it's not quite what I expected from Wayne McGregor. I was expecting yeah, something exactly. to be a bit more dancey. I just thought the yeah, second half's better. It's, got have, it's not, not going to work I've for everyone. I've never seen the film. I don't know anything. I yeah. don't really know anything about it. But Maybe because I, I know it, I'm kind of just enjoying seeing what they're doing with it. I yeah. kind of recognise the stuff I recognise, but mm. I'm kind of thinking, oh, that's how they're choosing to do that number. See, that's how they're choosing to do that. And I'm, I, I know it, but it's like when you sort of see that song, like if they could see me now in the context it's in, you're like, oh, right, that's what that song's about. I just want it to be someone else. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. let's wrap it up. Okay, well, let's, we'll let's see if Act 2, you know, changes anyone's opinions. But yeah, we'll be back. 
so that's it. We've seen Sweet Charity will come out. Now, we weren't, like, well, we were split in the interval. You, mm-hmm. Alice, um, Madeline, you weren't massively enjoying it. Ruby and I probably a bit more so. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with Madeline. Now that you've seen the second half. It, it's just not a very good musical, is it? I was about to say exactly the opposite, but continue. It's just there's no really that strong songs. I think, I think ultimately, I need to digest it, but I think... Amory Duff worked better in the second half, but I think it was the direction was really the problem. Because I like the fact that it wasn't your kind of like glossy Broadway musical. I kind of like the fact that it was like a bit kind of dirty, a bit sort of rough around the edges. Like I, because sometimes I just find, you know, that sort of old school musical thing, it can just be like quite kind of saccharine and like it's so kind of there's so much surface like I quite like the fact that it was a bit gritty and especially like because of the the subject matter and stuff I just I, I've, I thought I thought some of the direction I just liked all the little touches of like the sort of the letters on their t-shirt and I thought the the Coney Island scene with all the glow in the dark oh, stuff was amazing like, I loved it that was it really was, clever it was really clever I mean, it's not perfect. But I'm always, I'm just happy to see Sweet Charity. Really, maybe that's why I'm a bit more like I just like this is a totally different version, and we'll never see anything mm. like that one again. No one's going to do it like that again. Like so, I feel yeah. like so. I just, I was just happy to be watching it. So, I think some bits worked, some bits didn't. But I can see why yeah, it's, definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely flawed. I can see why it's split critics, and it's definitely split us. But I feel like I'm definitely coming down on the side of I actually really enjoyed it, and I thought they did something quite different with it. And and I just wish maybe the dancing had been a little bit better. But yeah, so it's, it's a hard, tough one to recommend. I mean... Yeah, I guess if for you, you really like the musical. Mm, so I yeah. think if, you, if you're a fan of the musical, I mean, it could... You, you could, could you could end it. up hating it if you're a fan of the musical, but also probably quite yeah. interesting to see a different version. And yeah, exactly. I would, if you want I to would definitely defend it. some aspects of the production um, and the direction, which I thought were fun and good. Yeah, they tried something, some hits, yeah. some misses. So it is definitely a mixed bag for Sweet Charity. Yeah. Sour Charity. <laughs> <laughs> It's on at the Donmar Warehouse until June 8th. They have their Claxon tickets on a Monday. You can get standing seats on the day. Um, yeah, if you want to come try something different, give it a go. But yeah, it has divided people. So back to the past. So that is what we thought of Sweet Charity in the future. And we're now, we're now back in the past. Yeah. Um, and we've got one more show to talk about this week, which is one that I went to see, and it's called Market Boy, and it's on at the Union Theatre, which is um, near Southwark. And this is a new production of a play by David Elbridge, which was on at the National, premiered in 2006, and I believe that he worked on a market in Rumford in the 1980s, and so this is basically his experiences of that he's put into a play. Cool. And at the National Theatre, it had like a cast of 50 people, I think, so obviously like, all the different people that work on the market... This one is much smaller, well, not much smaller, actually. In that tiny space, obviously, it's not the size of the Olivier. They've got 20 actors, all young actors, um, even though the characters range in age. Um, it's a, a young cast. And, yeah, it's basically just about a boy who goes to work on His mum takes him down to the market to get his first job when he's 14. He ends up working in the shoe shop with these other market boys. And it's basically just the characters that you meet on this marketplace and it's absolutely like bonkers. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of like full on. Like, it's not like a sort of hard hitting, realistic look at the market. It's like a bold, brash, almost cartoonish look. So you kind of you go in and it looks just like a market. And then you have some of the actors are already on stage. And then um, 
Katie Slater, who plays a character called Fat Annie, is in the audience and she's the tea lady on the market. So at the beginning, she's going around like, she was really funny, just improving, talking to people. So I love that in a theatre when you go I in, do. you're instantly in that. it. Oh my God, I love that. And you she, feel like you're getting real value for money. Yeah. yeah. And like, you just like, and oh. I don't like audience participation, but this isn't really that. She's not sort of asking a lot of people. She's just wandering up and down, sort of saying funny just really funny stuff. So I was already kind of like totally into it. And then it starts and you just basically, you're thrown into it. There's kind of lots of hustle and bustle. And Is he, everybody wearing denim? Like, yeah, there's lots of like cool 80s styles. And then he sort of, in the beginning, you're introduced to like, you know, the market boys are like, these are the different types of women, the 10 kind of women that come down to the market. Very bawdy, like foul language, a plenty. Like it's quite over the top. And I can see some people maybe, the audience our night was very game. But I can see some people maybe, if you're easily offended, because it is kind of like full-on 80s, what an 80s market in Romford maybe like would have been like. Lots of swearing. Lots of swearing and quite vulgar in that sort of in-betweeners-y style humour. The market boys are quite vulgar about about women mm. and stuff. And I could see that that could maybe be troublesome, I think. I think the fact that the women in it are, everyone's kind of a stereotype. Yeah. So it's not just the women. Everyone's a sort of over-the-top stereotype. And I think this probably actually works better in this small theatre than in the National because it's kind of like the, the cast were just giving it their all and there's kind of a quite a, a nice sense of, like, goodwill almost within the cast. You can tell they're all working really hard and they're mm. all putting a lot into it and they're all kind of revelling in it. So even the female characters, they kind of hold their own. They give as good as they get on this market. They're not sort of just there to be sexualized by men they're there sexualizing the men right back mm-hmm. and kind of you know so it kind of comes from both sides but I can definitely see people not enjoying that element of it um and I can see people maybe thinking it's all a bit the characterization is a bit two-dimensional but that's kind of the point I felt like you're not supposed to be getting a lot of character depth you're meeting all these people you're meeting the the guy that runs the market that you know he looks at the audience and like when he first comes on he makes some racist or homophobic comment and then he kind of looks at the audience and says yeah I'm a right bastard Mm, you know like it's that sort of you know fairly knowing and yeah it's just and then it's just fun it's kind of quite chaotic but in a good way a bit like um you know EastEnders on LSD there is a bit in the second half with the guy who's on LSD and you see a sort of Margaret Thatcher comes on with these huge lobster claws very like just funny and over the top you know the actress that plays Margaret Thatcher comes on with a bottle of milk you know, Margaret Thatcher, Milk Snatcher. Like, yeah. So it's got this kind of background of Thatcherism and the boom and the bust, so the market's doing really well, and then there's the bust. and So it's got, got a little bit of a political underpinning, but mostly it's just a fun kind of cartoonish characterization of these bigger-than-life characters. And, yeah, the cast of 20 young people, it kind of work. They sort of when play lots of different... When you're saying young, what do you mean young? Sort of in their 20s. Okay. 20s and 30s, but it's not like the old lady isn't played by an old woman, you know. Yeah. They're all young, but that kind of gives it that youthful energy and they're all playing multiple parts, or at least most of them are. Oh, I like that. But yeah, Who directed just, it? Um, directed by Nikki Allpress, which sounds like somebody sells coffee. Allpress, what a fun <laughs> Yeah, Nikki Allpress is the uh, director... Um, and yeah, just really, really good fun. Big, bold, brash, chaotic, absolutely nuts, but really good fun. It's kind of very, I know Sasha Reagan's not involved creatively, but it's her, she's the producer. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of, you know, her her style, that sort of well, that's energetic, so young energy. Um, yeah, this kind of is just the perfect thing for the Union Theatre. Um, it's a great little space as well. Never been, hun. Can't even think yeah, it's where really it is. Good. It's right behind Waterloo Station. Sort of. Oh, Southwark Station. It's Southwark. near Southwark, ah. Southwark Tube Station. And tickets are really reasonable. Um, £22, much like the Southwark Playhouse. 
So yeah, for 22 quid, I think it is really good fun. If you wanted to go with a group of people where you want to please lots of people like lads and, you know, just everyone, yeah. I think it's a really good thing. And I'm really happy I've seen it. When's it on um, It runs until May the 11th. So cool. there's a little while to see it. 22 quid. Um, yeah, I had a really, really fun night and it is just bonkers, but bonkers some people do not like and mm. other people do. But yeah, I think you would have especially enjoyed it, Mads. Yeah. Okay, so thank you everyone for listening. You can catch us on Instagram and see our cocktail recipe, which was totally sensational. And that is at Theatre Club Podcast, or you can get us on Twitter at Theatre Club Pod. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll speak to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.